0: Welcome, and thanks for tuning in to Real Rap Radio, and I'm your host, Andre Boone, and today we have for you in this, in this uh, episode on Real Rap Radio, is the accountability for authority, and according to WHYY. Delaware County Black Caucus calls for officers involved in fatal shooting of eight eight-year-old to be fired. Once again, I would say, the Delaware County Black Caucus calls for officers involved in fatal shooting of eight-year-old to be fired. And he, and the story was originally appeared on. ABC News. It says here, members of the Delaware County Black Caucus held a news conference on Thursday calling for the officers involved in fatal shooting of a young girl outside of a football stadium last month to be fired. Earlier this week, earlier this week, Delaware County District Attorney Jack Stolsteamer said initial ballistics analysis has concluded with near certainty that it was officers' gunfire that killed eight-year-old Fanta Balitti at Academy Park High School on August 27th. Stolsteamer said the incident began with a shooting about a block away from the football stadium on the 900th block of Coach Street. At the same time of the shooting, authorities said a vehicle turned onto Coach Street directly in front of three Sharon Hill Barrow police officers. We have concluded that the gunfire combined with the movement of the vehicle precipitated responsive gunfire from the Sharon Hill police officers, Stolsteamer said. Now, Pennsylvania State Senator Anthony Williams is joining other members of the Delaware County Black Caucus to stress the significance of this investigation towards moving towards a grand jury. If the grand jury is going to operate in secretly and privacy due to their work, that means everyone should keep their nose, hands, opinions, and pressure out of the DA's office and away from the grand jury, Williams said. The call for a grand jury would compel uncooperative witnesses to come to come forward and single and, si- and singles, signals the possibility of criminal charges being filed. We'll be will we'll be able to tell the whole story of what happened that night, Stolsteamer said. According to Stolstein, it's believed that four of the five gunshot victims, including Fanta, were struck by shots fired by the Sharon Hill police, police officers. Final f- forensic reports have not been released. Sources have told Action News that no, no weapon was found after, this, after a search of the, of the vehicle and its occupants. Shockingly, no one was hit in the car. Attorney Bruce Castor is representing the two women who were in the car, as well as the Balitti family. Both women in the car were cut up on their bodies, one severely on her arm from flying glass, Castor said. Castor said the Balitti family, once the, once the officers involved fired and said an apology would mean little at this, at this juncture. It's too late, it's too little, too late, he said. And that's from the attorney of uh, the Blitty family. And just like to, I'd just like to elaborate a little more on the situation and to note that this is another black life lost to law enforcement and this should be another eye opener for law enforcement it is upon them to do the right thing in reference to this situation this is the 8 year old Girl, don't get a chance to live our life to its fullest potential. We all, and some of us may know that, you know, that He above the heavens and the earth don't make any mistakes. What should be done is accountability. That's what should be implemented, not done, but implemented. And law enforcement, especially, specifically here, about in reference to this situation, in Delaware County, in Pennsylvania... Yeah, they have to do the right thing. They have to do the right thing. Because an apology just... We're not... It's just not going to be enough. Accountability... and ongoing... Accountability... Is what it should be. It's too many... Too many lives... Being lost to law enforcement in the last past three years or four or five, six years or so. And we can go further and further back we want to get deep into it. But we're gonna focus on the situation here. This tragic situation involving an eight-year-old girl who lost her life. due to law enforcement's bullets. It's not right. And accountability should should be implemented. So, yeah, the district attorney, he has a job to do. And to so all you voters, when you go to that poll, remember, Mr. Jack Stolsteamer runs. Pay attention to this case and how he handles it. Along with other cases as well, which I'm not fully aware of. However, that he said initial ballistics analysis has concluded with near certainty that it was officers gunfire that killed eight-year-old Fanta Bellini at Academy Park High School on August 27th. This is the words that came from the Delaware County District Attorney It came from your mouth. You need to do the right thing. And that officer should lose his job. Sorry is not enough. I'm pretty sure if it was his child, He wouldn't just want to be accepted sorry. He would want justice to the fullest extent that the law would allow. He would want that. And that's just my opinion. However, but that's what should be held for fontability. Justice. So it's definitely upon those to be aware and spread the word. And if you tie then it's now is the time rise up and express my disapproval of law enforcement not being held accountable. It's time for them to be, for law enforcement to be held accountable for their actions. A football game? Now we're going to football games? And gunshots from law enforcement are striking civilians? we absolutely nothing to do with anything? It's unacceptable and that an officer, officers, and that will involved. They should be fired. No exceptions. It's a loss of life. Training sh- sh- should have been implemented. That's why they have training. So these type of situations don't happen. You gotta look at the people who're training these officers. Look at them too. They gave the OK. and didn't have a buy So <clears throat> hear a real rap radio we you wish we you, you wish well for the bloody family that they have patience during this, during this trying situation of theirs and know that with every difficulty comes ease They found patience doing this, trying time. It so tr- should be a trying time for all black people, for people. And the call for accountability should be at an all time high. that, I want to thank the listeners for tuning in and listening, we ask that you keep tuning in and listening to the podcast, we ask that you support the podcast, and there'll be more updates on the situation that I will bring, if possible, God willing. So, with that being said, until next time, while willing, stay safe, take yourself, and others. Catch. Welcome. And thanks for tuning in to Real Rap Radio, and I'm your host, Andre Boone. And today <clears throat> on this episode is a sec. This will be a segment, the second segment to a previous episode that we had that I that that was a uh, aired. few weeks ago, or actually a few days ago, it's a continuance of the accountability for authority, this will be the second segment. American, a black man, having his civil rights violated. Is gonna it going to take it was reported in CNN that goes on to say a black paralegic man from Ohio has filed a complaint while the NAACP with the NAACP at the body camera video shown police officers pulling him out of his car by his hair and arms after he refused officers orders during a, a traffic stop late last month which would be in September when this incident took place and if you go to CNN you, you will see the uh, footage as well. He goes on to say, officers said they pulled Owensby over because he was seen leaving a suspect, a suspected drug house police were uh, monitoring. Owensby accused the Dayton Police uh, Department Profiling unlawful arrest, illegal search and seizure, and failure to read him his rights before being taken to jail. Dayton Unit NAACP President Derek Forward said at an interview conference, uh, interview uh, at a news conference, excuse me, they, da- they dragged me to their vehicle like a dog, like trash. Clifford Owensby, who's 39, said at a news conference on Sunday, Owensby received a citation for failure to re- to restrain a child and for having tinted glass as a result of the incident, according to uh, court records. A child was in the car with Owensby at the time of the incident. But it is unclear if the child is related to him. Owensby pleaded not guilty on Friday, according to his attorney, James Willis. James Will. James Willis. I just want to go back. <clears throat> and when, they re- when CNN reported that there was a child in the car. Related to him, i just want to make the record clear that that child that was in the car happened to be Mr. Clifford Owensby's son, okay, the police dragged a man out of a car who happens to be a, a paraplegic. A para, a, a Happens to be disabled with his son. And law enforcement violated his civil rights by pulling him out of the car without any probable cause. And they'll go in, they'll go on and prove that. As we uh, go further, <clears throat> as it says that the, uh, it says here that the the attorney of Mr. Owensby, of uh, Mr. Uh, Derek Ford, Well, not not Derek Ford. He's not the attorney. Um, I apologize for that. The uh, the attorney of Mr. B. said, uh, who happens to be uh, James Willis. He said he plans to file a, a civil lawsuit. I think that's the right the right thing to do as well. And also, it goes on to say, he said it, it said uh, it'll take a little time to do some investigation but we'll probably get something filed in the next month, Willis said Monday. Forward told CNN's Aaron Burnett, uh, Burnett on Monday that they, that they, they, are, they, are, they are not act, they are not calling the incident a case of racial profiling because the officer pulled Owensby out of the car. Was black Okay So it wasn't just uh, uh, White officers It was also black officers But As we said We want to Focus on the accountability For authority Regardless of what color That they may come from If they violate That very oath That they Committed to, then they should be accountable for. It. No questions asked. <clears throat> okay. And as it goes on to say, CNN has reached out to district attorneys to the district attorney's office to ask if Owensby will be charged. The officers involved who have not been and identified remain on duty while an investigation is underway, said Dayton Police Department spokesperson, uh, Kara Zinskines. On Friday, Dayton Police Department released a nearly 12-minute video of the body camera footage taken from the September 30th incident. Officers called for a narcotics uh, detention canine unit because they observed Owensby leave a suspected drug house in the area that they've been monitoring. Dayton Police Major Brian Johns said in a, in a recorded statement, I was under the impression that I was pulled over for a tent so I was expecting for them to write me a ticket and get an, <clears throat> and then be and, and then be be let and then be let go I always to be told CNN on Monday referring to the tent in his windows John's John's said based on his past felony drugs and weapons uh, history coupled with their Observation: He had left the residence in question. The officers requested a narcotic uh, detection canine to conduct a free air sniff. When a when a dog smells around the outside of the vehicle, Dayton Police Department policy requires the occupants of the vehicle to exit for for their own safety. The safety of the K9 officer to perform this free air sniff, John says. According to the video short uh, shortly after the radio call, one of the officers returned to Owensby, who is in the driver's seat and asks him to step out. Owensby refused, then tells the officer he can't because he's paralyzed. I'm a paraplegic," Owensby says, I I got help getting in, <clears throat> and you will. And then when you and when you go to, if you, know, if you happen to go to CNN and look on at the footage, you'll see how they have him on the ground, pinned to the pavement, and he's parallel. You wouldn't be able to probably tell him that he's par- par- paralyzed because he's on the ground, but he told the police officers that he was paralyzed. And so they didn't have the decency to, it, it, to, to at least, you know, allow him to get some assistance for him to get some assistance if they didn't want to assist him in a proper manner <clears throat> also you can probably put in there it was excessive force being used as well okay now the uh, goes on to say the officers tell he will he. <clears throat> Officers tells Owensby he will assist him in getting out of of the vehicle, but Owensby tells the officer not to touch him and requests the officers to call a superior. The officers respond by saying he will call his superior, but Owensby must get out of the car first. So, so you can cooperate and get out of the car, or I or I will drag you out of the car. You see. Two. Mm. you see two you see your two options here the officers tell yells at uh, Owens V who repeats his request for the officers to call a superior second later two officers grab Owens B, and, and a struggle in, ensues one of the officers grab him by the arm and, collar and then grabs his hair and drags him out of the vehicle. Oh, <clears throat> Owensby is seen in the video in the video struggling on the pavement, yelling for help as the two officers proceeded to subdue him. I was in fear of my life. All I could do was just close my eyes and grab and grab the steering, the steering, the steering wheel. And I and I prayed to God in my head. Owensby said, "John said, which is the major of the police department in uh, Dayton. He John said Owensby was taken to the local hospital where he where he was examined for possible injuries and released. The police m- major also said officers re- retrieved a bag of cash." From Owensby's vehicle containing twenty-two thousand dollars, over twenty-two thousand dollars, Owensby said Sunday the the money was Owensby said uh, Sunday the money was given it it was given to him it was from his savings and no weapons or drugs were found. In the search he was not charged with any drug-related offense I can't I can't get past the fact that I've been humiliated like that and they do and and they do anyone like that treat them any treat any citizen in, in Dayton Ohio or anywhere else like that he said Wow And this is, uh, got to the point where the mayor even had to get involved. And it goes on to say, Dayton Mayor calls video very concerning and says here, Dayton Mayor Nan Wally issued a statement Sunday acknowledging the need for thorough investigation. The video of the police interaction is very concerning. Wally told CNN on Sunday that is that is why immediately following this incident, the city released the body camera footage. Everyone involved is owed a thorough investigation, and one is already underway. The incident shows why our community-led police reforms uh, process, which includes Providing transparency is more important than ever. The goal is always to in, ensue, ensure our police force has the resources to do, the, to, to do its job while treating all of our, of our citizens with dignity and respect, Wally said. Willis Owensby's attorney said he believes the actions of the police were illegal. I think it was illegal And was unnecessarily brutal given the fact that they were fully they were fully they were aware fully that he can't get out of the car on his own, the attorney said. Forward, the Dayton NAACP said the officer's actions were erroneous, a perpetual Traffic stop regarding the tent on his window should not have led to a citizen within these United States of America in the 21st century to be dragged out of, out of, out of the car like an animal, Forward said. The situation was clearly unnecessary. The officer should have been put on administrative leave immediately until a full investigation ensued. Now, that was the, that concluded that uh, article. So, we have another situation, there's another situation that arises that a black man is being violated, an African American man is being violated. A citizen who's a taxpayer is being violated. A resident is being violated by the very ones who are, who took an oath to protect and serve. So where's the protect and where's the serve at? Where is it at? Where's the integrity? Where are these things? So, the, the Mr. Nan Wally, yes, if this, this, this situation is concerning, but you said it was, then you need to do the right thing. You owe it to the city of Dayton. You owe it to Ohio. And you owe it to the world. Because you're an authoritative figure. you must do the right thing by leading with an example but here we go we have to be in fear we stopped at a traffic light is this gonna be another situation where I'm choked to death I'm strangled I'm beaten, um and then they, and then it'll be in the name of resistance. A person that's paralyzed gets violated. So What's next? What what next is? To be, it should be accountability. That's what's next. And the Dayton Police Department should be held accountable for these actions, because these officers it represents the department. So, yes, accountability should be implemented. So, now would kind of top it off with that situation. We'll come back with another situation. Okay, so now we'll move along on to the next despicable situation and despicable individual. As reported uh, in the rap, John Gruden, out as Raiders' coach at the racist and homophobic emails surface surface John Gruden was Gr- John Gruden used racist and homophobic slurs in emails with those in the league during his days as a broadcaster for ESPN Monday Night Football a New York Times report found Shortly after the story came out on Monday, Gruden stepped down as coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. NFL reporter Tom Basrio, P- 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 uh, P- and sports Centers, and Sports Center reported Monday. The times the, the Times story comes a few days an email that Gruden sent in 2011 when he used racist terms to uh, disnounce Demarcus Smith, the executive director of the, NFL, uh, of the NFL Players Association. When when asked about it over the weekend, Gruden admitted he went too far, but that he didn't have a blade of racism in his body. Hmm. <laughs> really? But the Times found multiple incidents of Gruden using der- derogatory terms in emails with those around the league, including former Washington football team executive Bruce Allen. Gruden criticized players who, who knelt during the national anthem, then sna- disna- denounced the hiring of female referees, and at least one instance said that Ames shouldn't be pursued to draft queers. A reference, a reference to Michael Sam. Who came out shortly before he he was drafted in the, in the seventh round by the St. Louis Rams? The email was the emails were sent between two thousand and eleven and two thousand eighteen. All of which were where uh, all of which were Gruden was a broadcaster for ESPN. The comments are clearly repugnant under any circumstances. An ESPN spokes, spokesperson said in, a, in an email statement to The rap on Monday. In the emails, Gruden referred to the NFL commissioner, Roger Good, uh, Goodell, as a faggot and an anti-football pussy and said that former players like former player Eric Reed, who along with co- 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 Colin Kaepernick was one of the most Notable players who protested during the National Anthem should be fired. Gruden was hired by the then Oakland Raiders, where he was the head coach from 1998 to 2001 before the 2018 season. The team moved to Las Vegas last year, which was in 2020. So, hmm. Chucky you want to play, huh? Well, he's playing, he, he, he played himself, so he might as well put a quarter in his ass. I mean, he knows exactly... What, what, what he, how he felt when he made those comments? He said he went too far. From two thousand and eleven to two thousand and eighteen, yeah, that is far. A whole lot of that's that's a lot of years, and all and a lot of emails. So, for all those players he coached, how you feeling right now? For all those assistant coaches who were of color and of different backgrounds that he you know, offended. How you feeling about him? Oh, yeah, Raider Nation. How y'all feeling? Chucky representative. All those in the black hole, huh? You still, still going you still gonna, you still gonna rock out with. Oh, Chucky. Huh. We don't know what the emails all of the emails that were uh that that was uh, put out there and wasn't reported. However, he did it. And he did it for years and then he has the, the nerve to say he went too far. But he doesn't have a racist bone in his body. So why would you make the statements? Hmm? Oh, what's the excuse? Oh, I'm, I'm, only, I'm only human? That's what we're going to use? There was a lot of people that looked up to you. A lot of people that followed your playbook. This is like a big slap in the face. Me personally, I kind of knew you wasn't right when you and Keyshawn Johnson was going through it. It was just a matter of time that it was going to come out. The truth going to come to light. I guess that $100 million fo- no don't blind blinded you. Huh? I guess you can forget about that. Because any company be a fool to pick you up. I mean, you know, you just. You know, you think you just got the world by the balls, huh? You just say what you want to say, do what you want to do. But there's rules to this. And you violated it. <laughs> yeah. I want to give an A plus to the NFL. For bringing it to light. Because they was on it. They was definitely on it. And also. Giving a shout out to the Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders organization. If I'm not mistaken, mister Davis, after that after this came out, he went up to that facility. And he stopped all movement. Then Chucky had to walk up out of there. Should have been thrown in the black hole, but you know, that's another Situation. Not that I'm encouraging. Any violence. But. However. That's where. That's where. It can. That's what it can lead to. Once again. I'm not encouraging. Any type of. Hostility. So what do people think? I mean, what is what is what is what like people think that they're just gonna just make these statements and just you know that it's and you know, you're gonna get away with it. And then you're gonna do you no know, thing times is changing, it's like you know. And we have to, you know, we have to respect the, you know, the people that, you know, I mean, these, you, you, you making statements against people that got you a Super Bowl. And yeah, you know, <clears throat> and also we want to recognize that. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers had taken him out of the Ring of Honor. Good for you, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You did the right thing. Cause there's no honor in a racist individual. There's no honor in that. So yes, he shouldn't. He shouldn't be honored. Scratch his name off. There's no place for the racism. And as Cool G Rap said in one of his albums, erase racism. So that's, with that being said, that's all I have for as of right now for this segment in the episode of. Accountability for Authority. So look forward for more. Episodes. And updates. Coming to you. From Real Rap Radio. And keep tuning in. For more. And Until next time. Be safe and take care God willing.